Hello friends, bienvenidos. My name is Jen, aka Jen Colotero on social media, your local witchy friend and intuitive guide through the occult. As always, my lovely husband and co-host is David, aka Premier Pulse on social media. Hey everyone, on today's episode, Jen explains astrology. Welcome to the show, grab a chair, make yourself at home. Jen's that story's a shame, you'll never feel alone. So what is astrology? Astrology is us making sense and meaning of what's going on in the sky and the planets. So I'm sure everyone knows their sign based on their birthday. Um, The order of the signs and all of the signs is Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. Nice. All those things, um, just I think everybody hears those terms, but I'm sure a lot of people don't even know what they are. Like, I've always known their constellations, but I kind of took a brief look at them before we did this episode, and those look nothing like what the signs are. And I was like looking at Leo, and I was like, I don't know how you get a lion out of that. Yes, they were very creative. So these came, like David said, from constellations. So they are in different points of the sky. They really make like a complete circle. So for example, Aries is all the way across from Libra. For example, like if you were to look at the sky and look for the constellation, they are like 180 degrees from each other. Pretty much. Oh, so they're like lined up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They are. That's how they kept track of the seasons and track of time. Okay. Um, and that's how we keep track of time. That's why Aries season is always like in March, April. And Leo season is always in like July, August. Got it. Okay. Cool. So, and where on earth do we measure this? It really depends on the type of astrology that you follow. So, for example, how there's like different types of Christianity, there's different types of astrology. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, there are. But the type of astrology that most people, I would say like in the West practice, um, is measured from the Tropic of Cancer, okay. which is a latitude line above the equator. So. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I did not know that at all so this is good (laughs) yes and then there's like vedic astrology from india i forget where they measure from but it's like different from us um but yes so we line things up in more like the western astrology and the astrology i practice from the tropic of cancer and that's when we know like this thing is in aries or you know the moon is here from that point got it okay now with um Astrology, I, I, I may be getting ahead of myself or being way off topic, but these are your, your zodiac symbols, correct? Yeah, astrology, zodiac symbols, it's all kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay, and I know the Chinese calendar follows different zodiac signs for them. Do you know if those are related to the stars? That's more related to the moon from my understanding. Oh, moon, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's why Lunar New Year is celebrated i mean don't quote me i'm not asian but this is like from my understanding as an outsider i am but i still don't know so um okay cool 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 okay but it's still probably based in um astronomical bodies and correct yes yeah, okay. yes yeah so what's very interesting about astrology is that you do have a tangible point of view 
Like, for example, the great conjunction when you knew two planets were going to be next to each other. And then you can look through a telescope and the two planets are where they are. Like, it's really fascinating that you can actually see things happening. But then the meaning and where it's derived from, that's the difference between astronomy, which is literally like the science of where everything is and how it's how it functions and then astrology which is how it impacts us humans in our lives now okay so you know i know there's tan you mentioned tangible tangibility in this however if i'm not mistaken when the first astrological signs were um i, I guess identified or whenever you know it had that correlation to astrology um, those aren't the same signs that are present in the night sky today, correct? They've shifted? What do you mean? So when the first signs got established, like Leo, Cancer, Taurus, like wherever the constellations were in the sky at that time when this practice first started, as we stand today, is not where they are in the sky currently. So there's been a shift, right? Probably, but that's where we measure things from the Tropic of Cancer because the Earth is on an axis and technically like things shift. I think like we've lost like a millisecond or something compared to like years ago. So it's not just based off of like, you know, August 1st is is this. That's why some years you'll see people on like, for example, May 31st can be like Taurus or they could be Gemini for example okay. like so, so it's all measured through the angle of the tropic of cancer got it so it hasn't shifted too much but it probably has shifted a little okay I had heard and was under the assumption that it actually had made a pretty significant shift and like whatever your sign is you're probably one over I don't know about if it's left or right but I think there's like um like a way to read it. You're probably going to share that with us, right? I haven't heard about that. Oh, okay. So I, I, <laughs> I can't speak to that, but yeah. I will look into it now. Okay. I had not heard that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about like the signs. Is everybody just like one sign like forever? No. So um, that question can go into a multitude of avenues, but I'll just focus on your birth chart. So... People think that they're just one sign. So if you're born in August, most likely you're just a Leo. But you have each sign within you in different parts of your life. Okay. So, so like little pieces, every, like you have a little bit of everything. Right? Yes. Okay. So for example, um, in my birth chart, I am a Libra rising. So a rising sign, before I get too ahead of myself, is the sign that was on the eastern horizon when I was born. Mm, so okay. that is Libra and your rising sign or your ascendant sign, which are the same thing, determine what starts your your natal chart at nine o'clock. So at the nine o'clock mark, if you think about a circle, that's like zero degrees, that's point eight. And then you mm. read this chart counterclockwise. So at the beginning where the nine o'clock mark is at zero degrees, that is Libra for me. So okay. the first slice, it's divided into 12 slices. The first slice determines how you view the world, how you process the world, how you show up. So that's called a house. Like the first slice is a house. Oh, okay. So when they say like, 
you your cancer houses and whatever that's what that refers to yes okay. okay so because libra was on the eastern horizon then it's going to follow that pattern so my first house is in libra my second house is in scorpio my third Got house is in sagittarius okay. so how people first like perceive me and how i kind of like make my way through the world and understand the world is through the eyes of a libra let's just mm-hmm. say and then second house has to do with money so with money i'm a scorpio and then with learning which is what the is, third house, what is a scorpio with money like anything money related i have to know so what does that mean for you i'm very secretive oh. i'm and you know this like we don't it takes a lot for me to talk about my finances. I always get kind of like stressed out and ashamed, like even though we're a partnership together. So yeah. that's Scorpio with money. Let's say you were like a baller then. Like, would you just keep it on the DL? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's one of those things that like if I won the lottery, I wouldn't tell anyone, but there would be signs. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, so the... Just a common practice of astrology, whatever you hear, you know, on, on TV, on the radio, the quick snippets, the little scrolls you buy at the um, at the grocery store, Walter Mercado. Um, they seem to focus on your birth day when you're born. Is it just because that's the easiest one to like track? Is that why that's the most popular one? Yes. Or does that actually hold more influence in who you are as a person? So your sun sign is still a very big part of you. That's like sort of your ego, your destiny, how you are. So this is how I explain it. Your sun sign is like a species. So like, for example, there's like a pit bull and there's like a chihuahua and then there's like a corgi. Mm -hmm. They're all dogs and they're going to do dog like things. They're also very different type of dogs. So we have a pit bull. (laughs) If someone comes to the door, she'll sniff it and she'll like be wagging her tail but she's not gonna yap versus a little chihuahua is gonna be like you know so that's like the sun so you have like more or less like an outline of the type of person but then what really gives it like depth and character is like then your moon sign and your rising sign and blah 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 so um yes for most people the easiest one to calculate based off of your birthday is your sun sign and that's why horoscopes are written that way um but if you want to be more in tune with your i guess sign or like a more accurate horoscope i would read your rising sign rising sign okay what's my rising sign i'm sure you've done me Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so your rising sign is Sagittarius. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves oh, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about all about how your stereotypical Sagittarius <laughs> rising. Cool. Um, so here's here's my take with astrology. And it's kind of a two-pronged take because I, I do feel that, I, like I mentioned that I believe in the first episode, one of the questions you asked me, like, if I were to entertain any of like the metaphysical or the like spiritual anything above you know science it would probably be astrology just because it is based in the cosmos but that's kind of where it ends for me um the, the problem i've always had with astrology and and i guess it's it's the egocentric thought of like humans right like we're the center of the universe first off we're not the center of the universe we're not even the center of our solar system we're the third planet from the sun so to me, it's kind of like, what arrogance to say that this little rock, because in the big picture, we are a little rock floating through the cosmos. What arrogance of us to say, like, wow, look at how the stars align out there and look at how they impact me 
personally. Like our solar, just our solar system, not even like, you know, the, the Milky Way or, or even like anything above that. We're so minuscule that any of these constellations in the big picture are so like, I want to say non-significant. The fact that we put so much like, or our astrology puts so much, um, you know, currency into the effects of it. To me, that's where I start getting a little like, okay, like I don't necessarily think this is true because why out of, you know, all the planets that we have, this is the, you know, our alignment based on whatever the stars are where we can see them, you know, should matter. You know, how do we not know that like Alpha Centauri are closest, I think that's the closest star apart from the sun. I could be wrong. But how do we know that doesn't play a bigger impact than the constellations around us? So that, that's kind of where I have um, a little bit of, you know, my skepticism. Like, are we really that important as humans <laughs> to say that the stars dictate who we are as individuals? So that's that's where I come in. Um, where I'm a little more in, inclined to believe some of the effects that the constellations have on us is where... We talk about the physics of like gravitational pull, right? We know for a fact that um, our one of our closest celestial bodies is the moon. The moon has a direct impact on our tides because of a gravitational pull. Um, we are made out of mostly water. So I, th this is my speculation. I'm not a scientist, but I would say that, you know, if the moon has gravitational pull in our tides, I'm sure it has some sort of effect on us. Um, I know we're going to down the line do an episode on the full moon, so I'm excited for that. But I, I find it hard to comprehend that as humans, we can be so influenced by cosmic beings that are conveniently close to us, right? Where the universe is so massive, like, it's because we can see them that we can say like, oh, these take effect to us. But in reality, I think we're just such a small speck. That's where I find difficulty having alignment with the with the stars i guess for me it's like well yeah of course we are so small that's why these things really affect us because mm -hmm. we can't it's sort of like i saw this meme of this guy that was like it's it's not masculine to wear sunscreen and it's like <laughs> you think you're gonna fight the sun <laughs> the literal sun that's kind of i feel the opposite of you where it's like yeah well of course we're feeble and we're going to feel the effects of all of these celestial bodies around us and of course they're going to affect us so i don't think that it that we're important i think that they're important okay and they affect us and it's like of course the ones that are closest to us are the ones that we're gonna track and that are gonna affect us the most like if something is like further out than pluto i just don't know if it's going to affect us we could keep track of it but i don't know if it's gonna affect us so the furthest thing that we track that affects us in astrology is pluto okay um which so, is like not even a planet anymore. Yeah, well, we call it planets, right? Like we call the sun a planet, we call the moon a planet, and it doesn't necessarily. You mean in astrology terms? Yeah, in okay. astrology. Okay. Yeah, we call it a planet, but it's not. We know it's not a planet. Got it. we, it's just like a th a thing that we keep track of. A cosmic body. Yeah, a cosmic okay. body. Yes. Okay. So, um, and yeah, it's like you can't really track and quantify something that you can't really see. You know what I mean? So that's why, like, from the specifically western like tropic of cancer like i said 
that's why we keep track of these things and we're like we see this moving this way and then in the beginning when people were like finding the patterns for us they were like when this thing is here these things usually tend to happen and then we'll talk about it but um you know things play off of each other so you know planet a and planet b when they're so close or so far apart can affect each other in different ways okay. yeah mm. it's astrology is so vast and i really wanted to keep this like a 101 episode yeah we're gonna have many episodes in the future but yeah i hope i answered your question no definitely yeah definitely and i think i get a, a basic understanding when you break it down the whole house thing really makes sense like you break it down like a clock or or a pie like each section has its own um you know um correlation so Okay. So ultimately, I'll say it like this. It's like when people are like the religion of astrology. Astrology is not a religion because mm. the things are going to happen. Whether you choose to like watch for it or not is up to you. It's a forecast. It's an energy forecast. It's like it's going to rain whether or not you believe it's going to rain. Okay. You know, these things are going to be over here based off of this point of the tropic of cancer whether or not you acknowledge it it just it is what it is and then now the question is do you believe that it can affect us i believe so because like you said the moon has its gravitational pull i believe other things have pulls on us and affect our energy true and what are like maybe some practical applications then of astrology yeah so for example um I like to follow Mercury retrograde, as many people do. <laughs> so uh, when I see a Mercury retrograde is coming up, I you know plan to make sure that my communication is primed. I make sure that all my devices are updated. What's um, a, a ten second spiel on like what is Mercury retrograde? Because I hear it all the time. It's a buzzword to me. It's a buzzword, but what like what is it? Yeah. So retrograde means that a planet is in a point in the sky where it's an optical illusion and it looks like it's going backwards. Mm, okay, got it. So when Mercury's in retrograde, practical applications are making sure that all your electronics are in place. Like, so what does Mercury retrograde affect? So Mercury controls communication. Oh, okay. Retrograde means things are not going to go as smoothly. Things are going to go sideways. Mm. So when Mercury is in retrograde, then that means communication, what Mercury rules, is going to go sideways. Interesting. Have there been any like big world events that have happened during Mercury retrograde that can kind of like... Yes, and one of them happened to us. So we'll, we'll just get into it. We'll just get into the examples right yeah, now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I wanted to save this for later, but I feel like since we're talking about it, we'll go ahead. So Mercury retrograde. Um, all these things, you know, Mercury retrograde, the moon being here, Mars being there, it affects us both individually and as a society. Okay. So Mercury specifically is a personal planet. So personal planets affect us more on the day-to-day -day and generational planets affect us more as a society. But one can still have an impact on the other for sure. Interesting. Okay. So Mercury, the personal planets, I'll just list them out, are the Sun, the Moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Those are the personal planets. Okay. And then the generational planets are anything after that. So Jupiter, Uranus, Saturn, Saturn Neptune, Pluto. Okay. So when there was a Mercury retrograde, we were buying our house. And we couldn't avoid that because it was a seller's market and we just had to jump on the opportunity. Okay. In an ideal world, I would not have bought our house <laughs> during Mercury retrograde. 
But because I knew that Mercury retrograde was coming, I said, I know that a mortgage contract is like 300 pages, but you know what? I don't care Mm. because I know it's Mercury retrograde. So you saw me reading every single line. I did. Yes. Of our mortgage contract PDF. And in the very middle, a tiny, tiny ass box, we saw that for some reason. Well, it, you saw. I don't want to take any credit because yes, you saw. Yes, I saw. Yeah. I saw <laughs> that for some reason it checked off that we had a VA loan instead of an FHA loan, which is a big difference. Our contract would have been nullified. We would have lost the house. And to be honest, we probably would have never been homeowners. Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that... Um, you took that into account. I, I think in passing, you have mentioned like, oh my gosh, we bought a home in Mercury retrograde. Never do that. Um, but wow, I never actually realized the implications that you were going through as far as like going through the contract with that in mind. And hey, it worked out, right? Yeah. To be honest, if it wasn't Mercury retrograde, I would have been like, yeah, hey, I'm sure it's fine. Just <laughs> sign on the dotted line. But because it wasn't Mercury retrograde, I did that. And then a second thing, two prong. So that's like how it affected us personally. Mm-hmm. How did it affect the world? Do you remember our move-in date that Microsoft went down? Yes. Because Russian hackers hacked Microsoft and there was a worldwide shutdown for all Microsoft products. I do remember that. And you were so upset and I just couldn't help but laugh. Because I was like, of course, this would happen the day we're supposed to move in. We need to finish our communication with the lender. We need to sign the final documents and get the keys. But no, of course, during Mercury Retrograde, Russian hackers just had to go into Microsoft and fuck shit up. Nice. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that is a great example um, for us to to happen. Um, I do. We have a basic outline of what we talk about. But one thing that is not in our outline is for you specifically. I just kind of wanted to take this opportunity. I know that when, and I mentioned them a little earlier in the, in the episode, but uh, I know Walter Mercado was a big part of your life. And just a quick little spark notes on who Walter Mercado is. And I'm going to say this from my perspective. Um, I mean, no disrespect, but you know, but Walter Mercado was the TV personality who came on Spanish television and gave a 10-minute spiel on all the uh, the Zodiac signs and, and a really, really beloved person in, um, you know, Spanish households. So, um, you know, if there's anything you want to say about them or I know they were a really big influence in your life and this would be a great place to honor or this episode is a pretty good um place to honor yeah definitely if you haven't seen mucho mucho amor on i think it's netflix it's a documentary about walter mercado's life it's so great i remember when we saw or i got the news that walter mercado died i think i was in a thai restaurant with one of my cousins and i started crying in the middle of this thai restaurant you mentioned that yeah but i just really liked that he was able to bring this practice into language people could understand. He wasn't a gatekeeper. He Mm -hmm. wanted to share knowledge with the world. And then also the way that he explained things was never like, ooh, spooky. Like He had this amazing ability to really show people like this is happening, but this is how you can you know push through it you know i don't like to capitalize on mercury retrograde and be like ah everything's on fire it's like 
No, it's just a little bit of turbulence, but this is how you can get through it. So he's really my biggest influence when it comes to like how I communicate with people, teaching style. And yeah, he was a great person. Unfortunately, I feel like born in the wrong yeah. era, wasn't able to be his true self. It's I don't want to spoil the, the documentary, but it's really sad. He really got like screwed over until he passed. Um, but he was a very very great person and a great astrologer so i would highly even if you don't speak spanish i would highly recommend watching mucho mucho amor if you can interesting and and you know now that i think about it, it it's really interesting how our culture or meaning our, our latino mexican culture does latch out to these does latch on to to these ideologies um walter mercado i mean he's an icon uh to 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 the Latino community, not even necessarily like spiritual people, but just the community. And I remember there was also a very popular show called um, Doce Corazones, which translates to 12 hearts. And it was basically, they would get a person of each Zodiac side and have like a dating show. Um, and it was pretty fun and scandalous, but I mean, interesting how that kind of just infiltrates cultures and, and, and things like that, huh? Yeah, I find that even, like, you know, people that would say they don't partake in, like, witchcraft and stuff will still know what their zodiac is. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very common. Yeah, yeah, again, at least your your zodiac sign. Interesting. So, um, speaking of being egocentrical and kind of going on that, uh, tell me a little bit about my zodiac, uh, I guess, profile. Yeah, so when people ask you what are your big three, these are the big three uh, placements that are really like, if you were to put in about me or a bio, this is what you should put in it. But um, the big three is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. Okay. So David, your sun sign, so that's based off of your birthday, right, um, is a Leo. Okay. So your sun sign is Leo. And then your moon sign, which is where the moon was in the sky when you were born, is Cancer. Okay. And then your rising sign, which is what was the sign on the eastern horizon when you were born, is Sagittarius. And let me tell everybody, Genesis asked me for my birth time so many times. And I was like, I have no idea. When we moved into a new home... I finally got a copy of my birth certificate, and she was on that so quick. Uh, I think she almost tore it the way she opened it up and was like, I need to know. So I thought that was always super fun. Um, okay, but tell me a little bit about, like, okay, so Leo, what what Leo is in me? Or how can you tell I'm a Leo? <laughs> By this question. <laughs> How can you tell Emily? Tell me about myself. But yeah, no, Leos are the stereotype. Every sign has a stereotype, but I'll just go into these stereotypes of, you know, David's big three. So the stereotype of a Leo is that they're very, yeah, like ego, egocentrical, flashy, all about me, but on their good side, they are leaders, they know how to lead people, and they're very caring, and they're very loyal. I would say the very caring and very loyal are definitely traits that you have. So, that's definitely... I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I'm also a Leo, and our dog is also a Leo. We don't know that our dog is a Leo. We know, she's he, a Leo. He chose to christen her as a Leo, but she could be 
I don't know. <laughs> well, we adopted her in July, and it said she was two years and 11 months, so logically that means she was born in August. And then between a Leo or a Virgo, I think she's a Leo, because anytime anyone comes over, she has to howl, and she has to be the center of attention, or else she will combust. If that's not Leo behavior, I don't know what it is. So we have a, a home full of Leos. We should probably get some new decor around the house. <laughs> Okay, so um, what about my moon sign? So you said I'm a Cancer moon sign? Yes, so moon and Cancer. So the moon controls your emotions. Um, and sometimes, like, also your tie with your mother if you want to, like, get deeper and stuff. But I'll just focus on, like, emotions. So Cancers are very big, like, teddy bears, like, Hufflepuff sort of energy. Uh, big old babies. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, I'll, I'll give the example so like earlier today i was really stressed out and i eat when i'm stressed out so i stress ate my salad and you were like oh my goodness you didn't share your mid salad i don't care that it was mid but you didn't share oh my goodness okay all i'm saying is when i cook dinner i always cook for both of us so if you're gonna cook lunch i would think that you would cook lunch for both of us it's all I'm saying. Even though it's an experimental mid salad. I mean, that's fine. You should have offered it, so I could have rejected it. The point is, you didn't offer it. Whether I ate it or not is beside the point. This is true, and I'm going to take the time to publicly apologize. This is my apology video. <laughs> but um, yeah, so very, very emotional, like on the surface with people that you know you don't really know or frankly care about like you're not gonna let things get to you but once someone gets close to you you do very much do have an emotional side um very family oriented those are also qualities of cancer individuals um yeah just a very sweet person underneath the the surface <laughs> cool i'll take it all right and then lastly because i know you're super excited for this so what is my rising Yes. So you're rising, how you show up in life, how you process information. You are a Sagittarius rising. So the stereotype of Sagittarius, they're the philosophers of the Zodiac. They really grab life by the horns. They're spontaneous. They make those lemons into lemonade for every drop that they have. Um, yeah, very like random, but a good random. So uh, you share this aspect with Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, for example, one day, um, it was like four in the morning. I was asleep and I woke up to David painting a wall. And I was just like, this Sagittarius rising person. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So... Um, yeah, David has had some endeavors. He's been a DJ. He's been a videographer, photographer. Um, just really done a lot of stuff with his life. And, you know, it just goes through phases. That's And that's great. So Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton also do very similar things. So, like, for example, Kim Kardashian has a clothing line. She has a skincare. Not a clothing line. She has skims. That's like... <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Put some respect on it. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, Kim Kardashian has skims and then she has like skin or something like that for her skincare line. I can't keep up. And then she has her show. She has a video game. You can buy like emojis of her. Like there's all She has stuff. videos. Actually, they both have videos. <laughs> I've not made that collection. Do you have videos? I don't have videos. No. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no videos for me. Okay, so this isn't a Sagittarius rising thing. Okay. Yeah. So, Paris Hilton um, perfume line, obviously Hilton Hotels had a reality show. She was a DJ. Like, just really, they make the most out of life. They don't leave an opportunity unattended to. And I, I mean, I don't equate this to any of my signs, but... Um... You know, from my perspective, it's like if I kind of want to try something, like I'll do it. And just my philosophy is like you get one life, right? So why not try it or why not go for it? Um, I just have a lot of different interests. And I think I think there's people out there who like try something and like leave it. Or, you know, pick up new hobbies and like either get really, really obsessed with it and then just drop it after like a certain amount of time. I don't see myself as that. I see myself as, like, I want to have the experience. This isn't something I want to, like, maybe dedicate my life to. There are some things that I've been into for a lot longer than uh, other things. But to me, it's not about, like, let's jump on to the next thing. It's more like whatever's calling me, like, I want to try it. I want to experience it. And, again, like, it's one life, one shot, like, not to sound like Eminem, like Eminem, but it's just like you just gotta take the opportunity, right? Like I'm not gonna let it pass, um, because I'm scared or worried or or you know, contemplating what other people might think. It, it's just about really, really seizing that. So is that also like in alignment with with any of these signs? Yeah, I was gonna say spoken like a true Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then as far as us, do our I mean, because I feel like you and I have a really great relationship, a very good marriage. Um, I feel like our communication is fantastic. Um, are we on compatible signs? Or because I've I've always heard like two Leos don't go together, but I don't. That can't be true if you know you and I are holding on tight. Yeah, definitely. So again, you're more than just your sun sign. So I feel like our moon signs are compatible. You're a Cancer. I'm a Libra. We both want harmony and peace. Uh, Your Mercury, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, I think is in Virgo. My Mercury is in Leo. Um, There is a little bit where we have like a little bit of difficulty um, just because I'm very like dramatic with my speech and you're very precise with your speech. And Mm. sometimes you'll be like, what are you saying? Yeah. And I'm like, you know what I meant? And you're like, no, because you literally said this. So but I feel like, yeah, just because we're two Leos doesn't mean anything. I feel like our moon signs are pretty good. Um, I feel like my rising sign is also Libra and yours is Sagittarius. So I'm very go with the flow with you because you you're like i don't know a heat seeking missile for life (laughs) this is probably a bad analogy i don't know how else to say it you just like take any opportunity that comes at you and i'm happy to go for the ride like i'm not gonna stand in your way okay awesome well 
that flew by a lot faster than uh, I was expecting. I love the conversation. Astrology, I think, is a super fun topic. Uh, but it is time for questions. So um, we did get one on Spotify, and then I think you got a few personal questions. So I'm going to read the one from Spotify, um, and then I'll let you address that one, and then you can, whatever time allots for, for, the, for the other ones. So Angel on Spotify said, what do you recommend for people who want to be more in tune with their sign? And are there any benefits or drawbacks to this process? Also, you two are awesome. Angel, thank you so much for the support. It really means a lot. So Genesis? Yeah, thank you so much. So um, people that want to be, I guess, more in tune, again, I would recommend knowing your rising sign. There are so many like calculators out there that can help you find it or you know you could dm me and set up an appointment if you want but um i would if you're gonna like read your horoscope i would read it through your rising sign um and then are there any drawbacks so if you're just reading like your horoscope through your rising sign it's good but it's not going to get you all of the answers to your questions so if you want to know like when is a good time for me to um i don't know like settle down with somebody i would look at your venus sign and what's going on there um i feel like if you just limit it to one aspect or one sign you're really not getting like the full depth of what's going on with you and what opportunities you can take um and then also i would also see like just because it's in this you know reputable magazine like who is their astrologer like you know what credentials do they have mm. um if you're gonna depend on somebody else but i know that um aliza kelly annabelle gat annabelle gat i believe writes for vice aliza kelly writes for a lot of different people um yeah just being like is this just Sh- joe schmo copying pacing or is this an actual dedicated astrologer okay awesome and then I don't have the questions in front of me, but you had some uh, from or Gina, our friend over in Minnesota, correct? Yes, yes. So um, she asked so a lot of interesting questions. I'll see if I have time to answer all of them. But one is how can how different can someone's astrological profile be compared to someone born on the same day but fifteen minutes later, one hour later, twelve hours later? Does hemisphere location matter? So yes, um, even if you're born like a minute apart, if that's like the minute that's going to shift the rising sign, it can make it pretty different. More, most likely that's not going to happen. Rising signs change like every two hours. Planets change more slowly than that. But yes, you can definitely have a different, you know, astrological profile compared to someone else born a little bit later. So I was speaking to someone who said, oh, I might be born between 11 and 12, but I'm not too sure, like down to the minute. And I was looking on that date, time and location. And at 11, from 11 to 11.04 is one rising sign. And then 11.05 to 12 is another. So yeah, it makes a difference. It does make a difference. And hemisphere location does matter because sort of like how just to track what's in the sky we look through the tropic of cancer for your birth profile it's where you are too so yeah location does have to matter or knowing the location does matter interesting okay what else does she have so um another question we always hear about mercury retrograde but we but do the other planets go retrograde as well what are the signs of for example jupiter retrograde 
So yes, other planets do go into retrograde. The only ones that don't are the sun and the moon. Um, but everything else does go retrograde. So again, retrograde in the scientific definition is an optical illusion where it looks like a planet is either standing still or moving backwards. But in the astrological definition and practice, it's when whatever that energy is goes, you know, sideways, not how it's supposed to. So for example, we, t- we talked re- really good about Mercury. What's a quick uh, Jupiter retrograde? I'm curious. What does Jupiter control? Yeah, so Jupiter is more like luck, opportunity, expansion. So in Jupiter retrograde, maybe there aren't like as many good opportunities mm. or viable opportunities. So don't switch jobs. Uh, you have to look at everything else, but yeah. I would say yeah, okay. I would I would double check on the job front for sure. There's also Venus retrograde where like exes might come back from the dead slide into your dms a lot of people break up i saw a lot of breakups this last venus retrograde yikes yeah yeah so depending on the energy of that planet venus is love so venus retrograde love is like not going smoothly for example um is pluto a planet in astrology still yes it is so pluto is something that we track you do have a pluto sign um and pluto can go retrograde Okay. What are some of the Pluto things? Pluto, like I was saying, is more of a generational planet because Mm -hmm. everyone born in your generation is going to have the same Pluto sign. So, um, for example, this is not so much like a sign as much as it is like a transit. And a transit means where a planet is and how it's interacting with other things. But the last time that Pluto was in the place that it is now, we were having the Revolutionary War. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Because, yeah, the revolution of Pluto is so slow around the sun, correct? Yeah. 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 And this is, I mean, this is what I was talking about, right? Like, the last time it had an impact was Revolutionary War. I mean, this was a long, long time ago. So where i come in is just like you know it's not that it's arbitrary but like the universe is so big you know yeah yeah definitely um and then is it possible to have an astrological profile that is the exact same as someone else or is it like fingerprints where there will always be a difference so technically speaking you could have the same astrological profile like twins for example if they're born like 30 seconds apart you're gonna have the same astrological profile or if someone born like a couple notches north in a different like latitude longitude area um could by chance have like the same astrological profile as you but it's very rare it's like not easily gonna happen but it is possible but this is also where like there's this energy, but how you're going to react to it is different. So, for example, concrete versus cardboard is going to hold up differently in the rain, yes. but it's still going to rain. So it's like nature nurture, right? So astrology and your astrological profile, I'm going to say, is very much like the nature, but then your nurture comes into play as well. Got it. Cool. Does she have any other questions? Um, there are a couple of other questions, but um, I did receive an anonymous question, so I, I, okay. I am going to make time for that. So what are the benefits of receiving, you know, an astrologer or astrological counseling? Can't I just plug this into my phone or an app? Like, what's the difference, basically? So 
yeah, I don't want to say that like you have to consult with an astrologer. I'm very much big on like not gatekeeping. Anyone can learn astrology. Anyone could figure this out. But same thing with taxes. Like everyone could technically do their taxes, but mm. sometimes it's really hard and Good it's a learned example. Skill. Yep. So I don't want to do my own taxes sometimes. I did our taxes and we ended up owing a shit ton of money. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, feel free to plug into a software if you'd like. But sometimes you have specific questions about what's going on in your life. Like, when should I start my new business? Just looking at a software a can't good, necessarily yeah. answer that. Yeah, so that's a good question. Yeah, it gives it a little more of a personal touch. So we are wrapping down. little housekeeping here. Um, next week, make sure to submit your questions. I am very excited for next week's topic. It is going to be on crystals. Um, so you want to tell the listeners how to submit questions and then kind of give your socials? Yeah, so you can submit questions through Spotify. They have like a submission uh, feature or you can, you know... Uh, I'm going to post a post that's going to say like submit questions on this and then you can comment under that. If you would rather remain anonymous, you can DM me if for some reason you don't have social media at all. Um, you can also email me. My email is tarotwithgenesis at gmail.com. And again, my socials, my Instagram is jencalotaro, G-E-N-K-A-H-L-O-T-A-R-O-T on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Blessed be and signing off.